everyone. Woo! How's it going? Woo, new intro. Hello. Yeah. Did you like our song? Did you like our song? What do you guys think? Let us know. We got a sweet new intro made specially just for us. Uh, care of my friend uh, Justine and Joe in Montreal, so big ups to them. Thank you. Yeah, making Thank you spooky much. 80s stuff happen. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I like it. It's very, Speaking uh, of spooky 80s stuff. Go on. <laughs> we're about to watch a movie, I think. Yeah. I think we're about to watch a movie. We're about to watch a movie. Well, I guess we should, uh, we should introduce ourselves. Uh, oh. We haven't recorded in a while uh, since our True. live episode at Shockstock. Uh, we've been busy. I moved. And then we had conventions to go to. Busy being drunk in the summertime, yeah, pretty much. I know. Yeah. It's true. We've got to have lives too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... At last, we are finally recording again, and we are watching Night of the Creeps, and this is actually a very exciting episode, because, um... Morgan has never seen I know, it. Oh, guys, I know. Megan told like, me earlier fuck? that, well, we'll get into it, but she we'll said she would cut it. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you she know what? She essentially threatened my life. It's even funnier that she hasn't watched it, because as we'll get into, I'm sure at some point, this is one of those movies where you fucking saw the case in the video store. Oh, I, I absolutely saw, saw Night of the Creeps. I fucking love Blockbuster demo video, whatever. The poster. The, uh... There's a, there's a few different posters for this one. Like the main two ones are the one with the date and the yeah, tux. Yeah. That one, I love that poster. I framed it. I put it in the my kitchen. The face is all fucked. And yeah, good, there's the other good, one good. where it's just the zombie hand. I prefer um, the date. Uh, the date one is is so fucking awesome. Yeah, so that one the, is super um, iconic. So we're at the I beginning of the movie. Yes, me and, her, and so, these guys Morgan's are so love cute. This. I fucking love these little aliens. Look at their bums. They're yeah. little Alien bums and their little tails and their fucking adorable faces. Like, I just want to squeeze them. Yeah, they're pretty cute. I love these aliens. And they're ah! honestly just, they're so great. They're so adorable. Um, they, they remind me kind of the minions from the gate. Like, the way that yeah, they waddle. Totally. totally. Yeah. Like, you know what's funny? Punch their butt cheeks. I love how like the fucking subtitles come up and it's in a foreign it's alien in, language. It's in like alien this language. alien. Well, thank you for putting that on the screen. Right? For us. Yeah, I know. I love it. I like also that their mouths don't move. No, and, it's like, horrifying. Actually, actually, you know what their skin kind of reminds me of? Fucking Richard Mole's skin in Metal Storm. Oh my god! That me and Morgan watched Metal Storm last night. Oh fuck! And it's a Charles Band movie and. Uh, Richard Mole is a cyclops, but what they did with the makeup was they just put like armpit skin over one <laughs> eye. Exactly <laughs> armpit skin. They didn't give him like a central eye. No, like a, no. no, they just covered up the one eye. Right, right. It's uh, it's full moon. More of a ritual cyclops. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's pretty oh, fun. I see. Okay. But yeah, so I'm excited. Morgan's finally watching this. Actually, one time. I we started it at yes. your place because yeah. I was like, you gotta watch this. I can't believe you've never seen this. But we fell asleep. Um, it was late. Too. It was late. But what I love so much about this movie is that it's it's so campy. That is the uh, word that I would use to describe this movie. It's the, look at the perfect, font. It's beautiful. It's one of those. I know, like the uh, colors. Yeah. The um. The aesthetic of this movie, like, speaks to, like, the perfect, like, 80s, like, sleepover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you have yep. your friends over. And it has so many different elements involved. It's got aliens. It's got slugs. It's got zombies. It's got Tom Atkins. Yeah, I, do. Oh, yeah, I, do. I know, right? Like, it's, it's just, it's a fun 
campy movie. I love it. I love the Bradster. We'll, we'll get to him later. Yeah, the Bradster. <laughs> the Bradster. The Bradster. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie. So we'll get started on the facts. And, um, or should we, let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing for the past, like, Let's catch up. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, let's catch up. Let's spill so, some tea, girls. Yeah, yeah. Let's spill some tea. Um, yeah, so, um. Yeah, I guess um, the Shockstock episode was probably released about a month ago. But yeah, we got a little busy. But what have we been doing? Um, we went to the Niagara Falls Comic Con. We did. That was huge. <laughs> it was huge. It was success. Oh, fuck. It was so successful. And uh, we almost didn't make it, but we fucking made it. And I'm so glad that we did because meeting Chris Sarandon. Oh, my God. He's the God. sweetest man was... I've ever met. And oh we were, God. like, ogling him from afar at his we table. Were... And literally, we were in line. I think I was in line to, to meet Michael Bean. That's right. Real quick. And we were, like, kind of looking over there. And we were, like, nobody is in line to meet him. He was literally, like, by himself. I know, yeah. And we actually paid for the photo op. We were, like, we're going to meet him. And most of the advertising that I saw was for Nightmare Before Christmas because he voiced Jack Skellington and Princess Bride. And it was like, nope, it didn't say like Star of Fright Night. I know. I guess it's too far back or whatever. Right? I I think that um, the fact that everyone was there for, I think Princess Bride really connects almost with that anime vibe that like Princess Bride is very much a knight in shining armor and a princess. And that's very fantasy type deal. And then what was the other one we were saying? Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Dude. So oh, wow. many, so many noids out there. Oh, I mean, I, know, I, I love know. you people. Like, I, we're 90% of our listeners are probably obsessed with Tim Burton. You know what I, I mean? was at one point in my life, but I just But can't stand when you're him meeting now. Chris Sarandon, you gotta respect the man for his actual accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, if, if anybody's listened to our Fright Night episode, like, you know, like, we were screaming. It's our ovaries episode. exploded. Like, yeah. it's, uh, it's... The, it's our best episode. Yeah. Like, if you want to get totally. somebody started on the podcast, just tell them to start with the Fright Night episode. Who's going to tell the story about what he told us about his sweaters and his shopping Oh, my God. Okay, okay, well, <laughs> so, well, when we talked to him, we walked into the room for the photo op, and we actually, we were in line, but there was one girl behind us, and then we told her to just go ahead. We were like, yeah, just go ahead. And she's like, are you like, sure? We were like... If we are at the end yeah. of the line, like, we're going to be able to have him. time. Yeah, and like, and she was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, And we were like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. We girl. have things to we're say so to him. Nice. <laughs> I know. I was like, we have things to say to Chris Sarandon, so you just go ahead. Go ahead of us. And she did. And then when we walked in there, we were like, okay, well, Morgan, you tell the story about your friends that Ooh. recently met him a couple months ago at a different convention. Yeah, so I have a couple of friends who live in Texas, and I believe they went to... I think it was Texas Frightmare. Okay. I think. Um, and they met him and uh, they said that they listened to our Fright Night episode on the way down to drive to the con just to sort of get prepped or whatever. And so they were sort of in the zone and when they showed up and they started talking to him, they actually brought up our podcast and they were talking about him and they actually made him read aloud one of our Instagram posts that was, I think, his For birthday. His birthday. His birthday post. And like, could you imagine him reading aloud something to the effect of like 
you know, happy birthday to the sexy sweater wearing vampire. vampire. And like yeah. he was reading this aloud and we were cracking up and they actually got a signed picture for us. It was signed to the entire podcast and they sent it to my house and that was really, really funny. So um, we were really excited to go and actually meet him and stuff. And I don't, did we actually bring it up? No, we, no, we That no, was we like the first thing that we said. Okay. We did because he was kind of to... like, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, what, are like, you, what are you going to do, right? Like, well, because we wanted to like make sure that he was aware of like what we were right like we were like hey we wanted to tell him that we're a podcast and the fright night episode is our favorite episode and we love you and we love your sweaters yeah. and and then we and that's when we brought up like your friends morgan mm-hmm. that um told him about us and then he said that he remembered he was like oh i think yeah. i remember that i remember that and he, and now then he started he telling polite? us yeah maybe i don't maybe, know maybe. um he was very soft-spoken he was a very oh. calm man yeah can i paint a picture First of all, he's wearing this casual shirt with a distressed blue denim, denim jacket. jacket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, ever. no, no, no. Collar was fucking Collar pop. Collar pop. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Ignorant. a depressed, and it wasn't tight. It was a loose fitted, almost like dad. That's right, weathered. Jerry Dangerous. Yeah. Pop that collar. Weathered, collar mm-hmm. popped, and he had, you know, he was thinner, but he had this gorgeous, like, curly hair, but it was, like, gray, salt and pepper. It was, pepper, like, silver like, fox beautiful. gray. Oh, yeah. And he had, he had, like, I a little bit die. of scruff. He had a beard going oh, on, I too. Like, yeah. he looked... Mm. We were all like, oh my god! I know. He was ever willing yeah, to I know. give us I a couldn't touch. stop. Yeah, like beautiful. when we were uh, when we were standing in line for Michael Bean and he was at his like signing table. Um, I just like couldn't stop staring at him. Like I was like, oh my god, it's Jerry Dandridge! Like, Holy shit! Like I I fucking love Fright Night so much. And like I even told him when we met him that the club scene brings me joy in life. And he was like, oh, thank you. And then so anyway, good. so but then he told us the story. Yeah, he started talking. We were like, we love your sweaters. We think the club scene is everything. And then he started talking about where he got the sweaters and like he chose them himself apparently he went to Fred (laughs) Siegel yeah him and Tom Holland went shopping together to get the clothes for Fright Night and he was like telling us about how he picked them out and they were like trying to keep our cool I know we were like (laughs) And he's literally just like shooting the shit like, yeah, so we went out, you know, me and Tom Holland, we bought these sweaters and it was a beautiful day and we're like a mouth agape. Like right? all three of us were like chipmunks if you can picture like, like our little feet, our, our little hands under our jaws. Yeah. Like, tell me more, yeah. sir, tell me more. Well, speaking of twinkle in um, Megan's eyes, oh, when she cat. met fucking oh, Michael die. Rooker. Oh, no, no. The whole no. Michael Rooker situation no. was, it was, it was literally. Awesome. Surreal. It was literally like it was awesome. the best possible scenario you could fucking ask for yeah megan was like initially we came in and we went to the table and we're like how much are all of the photo ops and they were like michael rooker x amount of dollars and megan was like hundred dollars she was like fuck that it's too much and then afterwards we were like no 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 no. you need to do this like you see him from afar and it's yeah no when we were were waiting in line for michael bean i think actually megan was like i'm gonna go and scope him out and if you've listened to the podcast before you know that Megan has a huge heart on for yeah. Michael Rooker we've talked about it he's one of her man crushes yeah. one of her boyfriends podcast boyfriends so she was like I'm going in for a closer look and I'm you, going s- in you yeah, spoke him out and then she was like you know what fuck this I'm gonna go and she went and got the photo op and you can continue because Listen, from here this is like wanna, your magical I mean, experience I can talk about this for hours bitches like I can make this story into a novel probably if I broke it down into microseconds because that's what it felt like I'm telling you I was tingling all over so 
I walk back. I walk back to get a photo op with him. Let me tell you, I was disappointed, and we've talked about this, yeah. because he had on his hat and his sunglasses. Yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, I have to put myself in his shoes and think, if that were me, and some fucking random ass girl was like, um, can you take off everything that makes you comfortable so that I get a fucking... No. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. still people... So anyways, I go in there, kind of pissed at him without even meeting him yet. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you with your glasses on. And he is just like, oh, you. I saw you fucking gawking at my table earlier. And I was like, good going. Like, you did. You saw me. I saw you come over and like take a peek kind of thing. Yeah. So then I take this picture with him and I'm like, I loved you in Slither. And I loved you in the dark half. And like Stephen King, like gush. And like, oh, the makeup. And he's like, okay, like stand still. So I'm like taking this picture with him. And it's beautiful, and we look gorgeous and happy together. And so then, you know, I leave. And uh, I got the feeling he wanted more, though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, so, all the people that were in line for him were there for Guardians of the well, Galaxy and, you know and Walking yeah. Dead. And he was the biggest, the biggest that. like contemporary star there, for and, sure. And you know what? Thank you for reminding me, because I did say that. I said 95% of the people here are here because of Guardians of the Galaxy and The Walking Dead. And I said, I'm here to worship you for Slither because and like, I went in with the accent. Grant, I, was like, Grant. I was like, Mr. Grant, when I went in, like, you know, his wife in that movie, like, yeah, I, I was a hot mess. So then afterwards, me and the girls are like walking around the convention and I'm like, I got fucking coals under my feet the whole time. I'm like, I got to. I gotta like you I like, gotta go. You wanted go. more. I walked away. We turned around I and away. we were like, "Where the fuck did Megan go?" Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm out. Bye." And we we're like, "Okay." Yeah. And then we were walking around, and then all of a sudden, like, we turn around and Megan is just standing with Michael no, Rooker, arm in arm with him, like, and they're waving at us, beckoning. Oh like, my god! Yeah. And then we were like, "Oh my god!" She's over there, fucking talking to Michael Rooker. So like, we walk over, and he's like. Let me tell ya, you ladies, like, you bunch of ladies, like, you all look great together. Like, we had to force them. He told people to look away. Oh my god, I know. His voice is so raspy. Um, but he was so full of energy, though, compared to everyone else that we met. Like, we also met Jonathan Frakes, and, like, I just, (gasps) he was so, like. Wait. I can't believe I forgot to tell them the part. Listeners. Fucking get this. So. I'm walking up to his table and I'm standing there like a schoolgirl and I have the picture that I just took with him like to my breast. Like, and I, so he tells me that he goes like this. He beckons me. Come hither. He says, mm-hmm. come, come. So I come up and the fucking security lady tries to fucking oh, right. pull a heavy. Tries to pull a heavy. She's like, no, puts her arms up. She's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, you can't. And he's like, uh, excuse me, let her by. And I was literally, you never see me so happy. I was Privilege. Like, Look out, bitch. Yeah. Michael Rooker just said I'm right? allowed to come by. And, and literally like, there was 150 people, people in line, people too. Wait. And you know what? And like I said, when like the Witch Finger Girls came up, he was so thrilled to be with us. And he was like, so fucking hugging all of us. He was hugging all of us. And, and, oh and then like, and then we were like we telling him that we were like, dude, so like, like, cause the I guess obviously fuck. like you didn't he gave, mention it. You gave him our, did, card. our card. Yeah. Well, yeah. because you didn't mention no, the podcast, not. which is totally fine because we were talking about like everything else. We told him, we're like, dude, like Megan, like she loves you because she talks about you a lot on our, on our podcast. And he was like, oh, you guys have a podcast, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then like, I gave up my hat. I had a card and I, I was like, whatever. Like I, I don't expect like celebrities to listen to us like if I give them a card like I'm just like yeah whatever but he but here it. you go but he took it and he was like I'm gonna listen I'm gonna listen and then I was like by yeah. the way sir Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer is a fantastic movie and he was like that was my first movie and I was like it's a great movie and, and it sounds it like we're so gushing funny. it's because we are and it's yeah. funny because yeah. like I'm sure that he was so thrilled and happy to talk to us um as a relief 
because we were not there before Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't even know his name in Guardians of the Galaxy. Blue guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, blue the, guy. he's the blue dude. Yeah. yeah. But and we I, were it's like, funny. Henry, I, Portrait of a Serial yeah. Killer, fucking Slither. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, we are fans of those Like, movies. your art. And yeah. it's like, he, and I have a feeling he appreciated it. Like, he was he so talked to me. And, he legitimately talked to me. I mean, it felt like so long, but it was realistically between the time I left you guys in the con and I, yeah. I called you over after. He talked to me for that entire time about the makeup for Slither. The makeup is fantastic. Because he was so excited about it. He was like, man, the only CGI they had is when the tentacles were actually coming out of his, of his, yeah, like yeah. they were trying to reproduce, right? And they were yeah. wiggling around. He's like, but it was only over CGI. He's like, everything was practical. That makeup was so hard. Like, thank you for appreciating how the same director as Guardians of the Galaxy, that, which a lot of right? people always forget. James Gunn started out with Troma, and a lot of people know him now because of Guardians of the Galaxy, but we all know him from Troma. Like, mm-hmm. he did Slither, which is such a fantastic fucking oh. movie, man. And I love that part when the cow gets taken mm. by him, and the old guy says... That looks like something that came off my dick in the war. (laughs) (laughs) That fell off my dick in the war. Yeah, it was a fantastic weekend. Um, it was more so worth it. Uh, more happened. Yeah, we met Jonathan Frakes Jonathan too, Frakes which was, was awesome. So fucking nice. Like we were. He was like, "Is it fact or, or fiction? fiction?" Yeah. <laughs> no, he was. He went above and beyond to actually like do something for a fan. Where yes. the. They all have, you know, anybody that's been to a con knows they all have their, like, handler who takes the money, who, like, says, no, fuck you. Yeah. You're only allowed to do one thing. You're yeah. only allowed to get like one you thing either signed. either have to pay for an autograph or a picture or pay for a combo of both. And um, Morgan had two things for him to sign. And it was a photo and your alien autopsy, VHS. Yeah. Yeah. And we asked the handler, and the handler was like, you have to pay double for two autographs. You're right? like, seriously? The effort that it takes to just sign yeah. something, like, it's a millisecond. Like, and it's like, uh, really? It's like for $60 for one autograph, but you're telling me I have to pay 120 And then you're also telling me I have to pay the extra, like, $60 for photos. This is like a $200 it's thing. It's crazy. I know. So when we were at his table... Um, you got the photo uh, autographed for your sister, yeah. and then you pulled out the VHS, and you were like, "I brought this, but yeah, like I can only do the photo." Yeah. And he, he just like, "Just give it to me." I'll yeah, sign he it. was He's so like, cool. What does he care? What does he care? I know he doesn't like, give a shit. If I was a celebrity of that stat, even if like any status, it doesn't matter. Like I don't give a shit. Like I'll fucking sign your tits. I don't totally. Give a fuck. Like, yeah. Like, it was so awesome, and he was so like. What I loved about Jonathan Frakes is that he he came off with this like hippie vibe. Yeah. I was gonna say he had this like medallion fucking this necklace and shit more than being accommodating he was almost genuinely more excited to speak with us Mm -hmm. and his like I've watched him interact with his other fans like he was more excited to speak with the fans in general than he was to have them speak to him like he was like what are you about and like that's exciting like you do that like as soon as we approached his table like he was like wow the energy that you guys have together and then he said I wonder what you guys are like when you're drunk or something yeah like and he's like oh wouldn't you like to fucking know yeah we're like come drink with us, Jonathan oh my god, wouldn't that just <laughs> be so one. fucking number one? I know. You'll always be my number one. Yeah. But yeah, he was super fucking awesome. Like, the whole experience was just fantastic. You know, meeting everyone that we met that we Like, it was, I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, when we do our thing, we bring a special kind of energy as well that people can't deny. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. walked up to Jonathan Frake's table, and I can imagine a lot of those celebrities are used to people being like, oh my god, like... 
speechless. You know, I like, popped out. I'm like, hey, yeah, <laughs> no, we were hey, like, surprise, we, bitch. We went up to the table <laughs> and we were like, hey, and then we all went, hey, <laughs> ah, yeah. and he was just like. He did it too. He was like, hey, oh, hi, hi. Yeah. And then it just all kind of like went from there and we totally vibed off each other. It was super cool. But I don't know, maybe maybe it's just because we bring a special kind of energy to things as well. Well, that's what him and Michael Rooker said to us. Yeah. So I believe them. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? we literally brought like this witch finger energy to every single person, and we made like a memorable yeah. experience for for ourselves. You know, Zero yeah. regrets. We made it. Besides the food at Hooters, zero regrets. But um, well, food Hooters. We also have to give a shout out to Devil's Latex that we saw. Yes. So mm-hmm. we yeah. saw them. Um, their art looked Sick great. Incorporated as well. Right. We saw uh, really a our lot friends, of great our venues. Fawn friends. Um, yep. Oh, oh, Twisted, um, tees. Twisted Tees. Where did I get those buttons from? Suspect oh, video. Suspect video. Yeah. yeah. So it's was, just like, it's yeah. a, it's a very, um, I just, I know I've said this before. It's like in our biography on our website, but that's just like what I love about the horror community and in general, like it's just, it's a well preserved knit group of I literally love very people. very mm-hmm. nice I do people and it's like it's like the metal community there's no animosity no. like everyone's friends and like it's like as soon as we went there like we went for the celebrities things first because we just wanted to make sure that we caught them at the tables yeah. and everything yeah. but then when we were done taking the photo ops and stuff we were like in the horror section and like it's just it's so much fun it's like family you know what I mean like I and that, that's, say... a, that's the vibe they that pump us up. Mm-hmm. We pump them up. Totally. Like, we, yeah, you gotta yeah. like gas each other up. Like in the horror community, I feel like it is such a. Uh, unless you're doing movies like, and I'm sorry to say it, but go fuck yourself, The Conjuring and shit like that, who are like number one in the box office, yeah. The Conjuring. When you're trying to do not real horror, but like independent, independent horror, you really have to support each other. And when everyone someone succeeds, I think everyone, it's yeah. super important not to be like, oh, they succeeded. To be like, bitch, did you see how much my friend succeeded? Like, push, yeah. push, push, yeah, push, yeah, push. I know. push. Yeah, it's, um, we all push each other. And, and I think that's great. Yeah. I, I, we're getting to the point now where a lot more people are aware of the podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. we're meeting so many people amazing like we're making people. we're making new friends and like we appreciate everyone how many of you shares. listeners have we talked to Seriously, personally online we just love yeah. everyone that so listens many to us you. and like everyone who supports us people who buy our shirts and like post pictures of themselves wearing the shirts and Unreal. like the the shock stock episode the live one that we did before this episode was such a success that we're already so excited for next year and many people on our Instagram Instagram like they said that they were gonna come for next year yeah and like we're gonna start doing more live shows like we really want to start um doing more live shows because it was such a, a wonderful experience and the energy was just so positive yeah. and uh we're definitely excited and like I know lots of people have been commenting and saying that we should do Monster Palooza in LA yeah. and like uh, Texas Frightmare and this and that so like you know thank you very much for the support I want to strive to be like some of the celebrities we saw on that weekend. And I'm not saying we're anywhere, you know, like I'm a fucking celebrity. But if any of you fans want us, like, want to reach out, we I feel like we've responded to every, almost every single person yeah. who's reached oh, out yeah, to yeah. us. Like, I don't ever want to be a fucking bitch to anyone. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm fucking nobody. If you guys 
want to tell us. If you guys you want, want us to come down, like, right? fucking, like, like, just tell we'll your kindergarten people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we literally <laughs> will. Yeah, just, like, tell uh, tell your organizers to request us and fucking yeah. get us we're, down. Like, we're fucking ready. We're, like, we're we so are. excited. We love like, this. this is just something that we started for, like, shits and giggles. And, like, I mean, there's many podcasts that exist in the world. And we were like, hey, we're just, like, some friends that get together and drink and watch, like, bad movies and 80s horror and this and that you know let's record ourselves and put us on the internet see what happens and like we're just making so many friends yeah. and I'm just like I'm into it I love it it's been overwhelming and we're super stoked and we're really stoked happy. for the future I yeah you. I love it it's like I, I know you. I've said this before in previous episodes but I just love that my homework is like doing research for watching the next movies. episode and it's like yes my research entails looking shit up on the internet right? like while I'm watching movies of the directors and this and that and it's like this is what I do regularly yeah <laughs> I love it I love it yeah so sure. we're we're super pumped Niagara comic-con really like solidified our joy in what we do and we just want to keep doing it so yeah. and we're um there's a few it. more conventions coming up like there's horror rama that happens in toronto there's the niagara falls frightmare on the falls yeah i forgot what it was called but there's that one in october so we're excited for like all these new conventions going on and stuff like that but yeah and the vhs fest that we're oh going yeah to we're going too. to VH. so me and morgan are going to vhs fest in pennsylvania at the mahoning drive-in theater so that's going to be fun get to like hang out with the uh, lunch meet vhs VHS. Yeah, I have a feeling that a lot we're gonna get a lot of shout outs after this episode saying that I'm gonna guess that some of you people out there in US of A are no. gonna be meeting our witches. I know. I, I guarantee you at this VHS fest. Come yeah, say yeah. hi. We'll be, be the, the loudest and drunkest people there. Yeah. I swear to God. We'll buy all the VHS. Oh yeah. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Yeah, I don't sure. want to um to downplay though our, our witch over here who did a rock and con. Oh um, yeah, that was another, oh, God, that was another convention that we uh, that we attended recently. Rock and Con is the first ever um, convention that is organized by the same guys, our friends, um, who do Shockstock here in London, Ontario. And boy, was that a fun weekend! That was so oh, wow, God. here comes Grandma. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, kids. Boy, was that ever fun. <laughs> I know, right? Oh and that me actually there was the complete opposite demeanor. Oh I was a mess. Oh, um, Megan like, had to take care of me and made sure that I got home. But more than she looks beautiful. Wendy Snyder, Wendy Snyder. Dude, dude, what a that fucking fun. awesome, Talk awesome time. Okay, so so Rock and Con has like a couple different elements. One element is that it's like a convention. So you go and you meet Peter Chris from Kiss, or you go and meet Dee Snyder, or you go and meet fucking Lita Ford from The Runaways, and also a solo artist and tons of other bands. It was an outlet for local bands as well so there's like the con portion during the day and then there was a couple of concerts uh at night on friday was sort of the opening party where a bunch of our friends played and then saturday was like the after party where d snyder performed lita ford and a bunch of local people and they asked me to do it as well um and i didn't i didn't want to be part of the con per se because to me i just have a weird thing where it's like i don't think i'm not like special of a person and the stuff that I do like you're aside special. from thanks guys <laughs> we think the stuff that special. I do like but Morgan I wouldn't podcast. want to sit at a motherfucking booth I, you know for what? eight I've hours like shit. we do it together as yeah. a threesome and I have the most fun but bitch I wouldn't want to just no, do it by myself like, no. no that sucks like shock stock is fun because like all you do is drink all day That's and right. you're, like there's like That's tons right. of party vibe and whatever but yeah like so I was like you know what I'm totally down to perform so that the performance night was awesome uh, I sang like some lover boy. I sang a bunch of songs. I picked like my three of my favorite like Canadian songs, I guess, from the '80s to sort of go with the vibe. And 
I sang some Lee Aaron and some Colin James and some Loverboy. And and we're going to see cool. Loverboy in a I know, few weeks and, and fucking, oh my God, the summer is so busy. So busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fucking super awesome. I was really nervous. And then as soon as I started singing, I felt better. Um, and then, uh, and we got end, really fucking hammered. Oh my God. Yeah. Like Dee Snyder fucking performed and he like, we, we were all up on stage afterwards and like singing with him and shit. And that was fucking cool. Then it was like, okay, cool. After party. Let's do it. The after, after party, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That was where it started to get a little bit out of control. I literally was like, like maybe three quarters of the way home. And I couldn't, I couldn't find you guys. I was like, we were like literally just sitting. I on know. The couch. I was like, where did everybody go? And so I like looked around. I was like, I don't see anybody. So Ben and I were just like, okay, we'll go home. And then literally, like, I'm we were turning onto like my street, and Yasmina texts me and is like, where are you? And I was like, are you still at the venue? Are oh, you talking Friday night? On no, no Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about like before we even left the venue. Like, oh. I left the venue and I was almost home, and Yasmina's like, where are you? And then I was like, I have to go back. And then you and came then back. We fucking, I made her Epically. come back. Yeah. I didn't it was even so gone for life. Well, because you got there a little late. Oh, bitch. People, please. I never... You, the reason you always see these pictures of my friends having fabulous, gorgeous, pretty times... <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous and pretty times. Gorgeous and pretty times. <laughs> I motherfucking work 3 to 11 every Saturday. And some nights you want to know something, I'm just not feeling it. However, this night... Very Did special. I not take my ass downtown? And I'll tell you something. I left my car God knows where. I had to get Jamie to drive me home. My boyfriend to drive me back downtown the next day. We had to go like this. I am doing a weaving motion with my finger through the streets looking mm. for my vehicle where I parked it. I don't remember. Street. Where's my car? And I literally at one point was like, that's it. Bitch got stolen. Yeah. And he was like, you know how much money you're going to get for that? And we're like, fuck, there it is. Ah, <laughs> <shit>. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, those dudes like Jake, James, the guys from Vagrancy that like put on Shockstock and everything like those guys are wild. They party hard. Shockstock is like the big like horror outlet, but like it was still And you guys definitely need to come to Shockstock next year. Yes. Yeah, we're obviously a really fun time. So tell all your fucking conventions to say. request us. This just seemed like the biggest dear diary moment of the past 20 minutes of my oh, life. It's been 30. Dear fans. Literally. La 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 la. I got drunk. The end. <laughs> Okay, well then moving on to Night of the Creeps. Let's move on to Night of the Creeps. Okay, so we're, um, not much has happened so far. However, we did see Tom Atkins sitting on the beach drinking out of a coconut. And I love, I love that, that still. And like that gif of him sitting on the beach. He's he's fucking amazing. Oh my God. The least sexy front man ever. Like why was he banging everyone in Halloween 3? For some reason. That's what I want He doesn't smile, it's hot. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's for some reason, maybe taste was different in the 80s, but he yeah, was always sure. cast in horror movies in the 80s as, like, the stud. Yeah. But I just don't, like, know. Because I not, think in the 80s, he's not attractive. power was still sexy, and he looks like a motherfucker. Yeah. And he's oh, a very powerful actor. Yeah. And I think that he aged well, though. Oof. I think he looks yeah. better now mm. than he did in the 80s. Yeah. But, like, even, like, the part in the fog when he's banging Jamie Lee Curtis, like, I'm like, ew. but i love him though i love him at the same time so okay night of the creeps came out in 1987 it was directed and written by fred decker and this is actually funny that we're doing this movie right now because i am re-watching tales from the crypt and i just watched the episode that fred decker directed coincidentally yeah yeah no and it was the one that he did for tales from the crypt was the one with terry hatcher and she's like a model and the photographer uh falls in love with her but then her 
ex-boyfriend um, kills him, and then he comes back from the dead. Of course he does. And everything. Um, zombies. So, it's good. Ah! Um, zombies. Period. It's good. Yeah, so Fred Decker, uh, many know him from uh, directing Monster Squad. And... Uh, that's, Not me I though. <laughs> Megan, Megan Sass almost came out there. Yeah, I know. She's okay, like, so another. Yeah, you, I heard you I inhaled heard your and your eyes shut. Uh, Morgan has Fine. never seen Monster Squad, so I don't. I'm not going to be mad because I was the guy who never watched Princess Bride as a kid. But Monster Squad is one of those movies that when you watched as a kid that you will forever love for eternity. So I don't feel that way for Princess Bride. So I, I can't get mad at you for not watching true, true. Monster Squad. And, and you may watch it and you may not enjoy it like yes, as will. an adult. It, it is one of the well. best like, werewolf transformations oh, I love that. ever. And, like, I'm a fan it's, of uh, that. It's basically like it's kind of like it has like a Goonies vibe of horror. Yeah. Universal monsters, yeah, Universal yeah, like monsters. it's every monster. It's like there's the creature from Black Lagoon, there's the werewolf, there's awesome. the, vamp- the vampires, like the head guy, the and uh, the uh, what's the guy's name it. with the leather jacket? He's oh, like, I don't fucking know these. He's Megan's boyfriend. Shit. Holy yeah, fuck, man! And he like goes peeping on that girl, and that's when Frankenstein goes bogus. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh, Wolfman fuck. has nards. That's a good scene too. It does. Yeah, it's a brilliant. fun. It's a kids movie, but it's fun. It's great. It's kind of. Here's the thing. I was dating a guy with a kid not too long ago, and I said, you should watch. It was Halloween. I said, Ernest Scared Stupid and Monster Squad. Mm -hmm. He literally the next day was like, fuck you twice, because my kid was screaming. I'm like, okay, our kids I have an explanation for that, though. I have an explanation for that. It's because kids' movies, when we were kids in the 80s, were more fucking terrifying. The way they are now. Return to Oz. Return to Oz. That shit is messed up. That shit is so messed up. No, honestly, like, I was actually talking to somebody on Instagram recently about this, and, like, when you watch the movies that are made for kids now, they're all animated, and they're not, like, even, like, even, like, the, like Paranorman like I loved Paranorman like I loved Coraline they're but they're animated they're still cute um, when we were kids we got to watch fucking a queen replace her head um, and return to Oz do you remember Never Ending Story 2 Never Ending Story 2 yeah we talked about that in episode 1 I know right like movies that were made for kids when we were kids were terrifying way more disturbing yeah so way I do get that but, um, yeah, no, you should at least watch it once in your life. Like, I, I should, I definitely would check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but um, he wrote it with, uh, with Shane Black. Um, and this is actually cute because they used to live together. I find that adorable. Stop. I love when I find out when actors, like, didn't, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and somebody else used to live together, like, Rob Lowe. I can't remember. Yeah. Probably um, those drug addicts. Oh. One oh, of yeah, them. Yeah. 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 Oh, and Matthew McConaughey and um, uh, Woody Harrelson are best friends. Like, yeah, I love that. Them. All right, oh, all right, all right. Yeah. Shane Black, who played Hawkins in the first Predator. Yeah is also the director of The New Predator. Um, and The New Predator was co-written by Fred Decker. Yeah, so, so they sort I of teamed back up again. I love that they're still friends. Like, it's like, I love these um, groups of writers, producers, and directors that have maintained their friendship and their careers, like Brian Usna and Stuart Gordon. Mm-hmm. And then right. there's, like, Shane Black and Fred Decker, you know, like, and they, the, the product is, like, you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. However... I'm not really sure what to expect with the new Predator. I don't know. I love, I love Predator. I love Predator 2. Even Predators with Adrian Brody. I loved, I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Except for, um, what's his name's character? I can't remember. Um, 
from the Matrix. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. His character, I just like, I was like, oh, whatever. But I watched the trailer for the new Predator, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel well, about it. Well, here's the thing. You know. know what? I get that the producers of the new Predator probably were like, let's take it back to its origins with Fred Decker and Shane Black to like capture that old kind of feel and have them write. But at the same time, they still need to have that new age blockbuster feel to it. And it's too, it's too clean. You know, it seems like it's too Here's what I want to see. And every episode, I feel like I've talked about CGI because I'm a huge hater. Now, even the original Predator obviously had CGI. You had to have to make that, that uh, iridescent see-through form of Predator when he was... Do you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I what know, I like, want is for them to use the same technology that yeah. they did in the 80s, the yeah. late 80s or whatever Well, because I guess the right? trailer didn't really Reuse, show that much of that. Right? But that's yeah. my fear. Of the practical that's effects That's always that. my fear, though, because coming into new movies where they have so many opportunities to be like, bitch, this is Predator. Do you know how much CGI we can use to make this in their minds, quote-unquote, look real cool? Yeah, it doesn't fully take place same. in the city. Like, what I love about... I hate about, city movies. Uh, but, but Predator 2 takes place in the city, and I still like it. But it's not. It, it still doesn't have the same feeling as the first one with Arnold. If they yeah. had but released I hope there the second one first, it wouldn't have yeah. been as successful no. as. Do you know what and I mean? And that's why I like Predators a lot because it takes place on another planet, and yeah. that's what but I. But it's like back about in the it. forest, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's the movie that I've tried to watch three times, and I've fallen asleep every single time. It's but great. It's great. I, got, I, I get it. to yeah. a certain point, and it's like, yeah, like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a tired person, but the it, it kind of re- tries to recapture that first movie vibe where they're in the yeah. forest, even if it's on another planet. Like it's still a jungle vibe, yeah. which is is I guess we'll where see. the predators. In I Delaware. don't. We'll see. Go to the movies often. I typically wait to rent new movies because I just I don't like going to the theaters that much, but. I will go see the new Predator in theaters because I'm anticipating my judgment. I, I just want to see it just to see what it's going to be like. Yeah. We have talked about Fred Decker before, um, obviously because he also uh, he was involved House. with House. Yeah, he wrote House. Yeah, and that was actually was like his first thing. Yeah, it was his first big success in 1986. It, apparently yeah. he had written a 15-page treatment that was expanded into the full screenplay um, by writer Ethan Wiley, for what went, would go on to become House. Yeah, because it was supposed to be part of an anthology or yeah. something, right? Yes. Um, yeah, and it actually, House came out the same year as Night of the Creeps, so he was pretty busy around then. And also, um, he wrote, I guess he wrote five Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I haven't uh, gotten to the other ones yet, but I did just recently watch the one that he directed. And he also did RoboCop 3. Mm-hmm. Oh. 3. Oh. That's my least favorite one. It's I seem not, to ever seen it. I, it's bad. It's bad. Never seen it. No, no. But yeah. he co-wrote it with Frank Miller, which is pretty cool. Which yeah. Is the guy who wrote Sin City. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, but like, where is it? Where is this RoboCop? Still like city? Like what's, uh, I don't know. What a, they don't what put it expect? on like it's not like leprechauns in space or anything. Oh, they don't. Oh, like, yeah, right? yeah. Like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What setting are we in? But I find Fred Decker to be kind of interesting because like he's worked on a lot of like, I, I, you know, kind of campy ish kind of movies. Like House also kind of has that like almost kind of silly yeah. like yeah, horror feel, and it has a lot of different elements involved in it. Like, yeah, there's, like there's zombies. There's like that fat lady. Oh, yeah, like wrong. goblin yeah. lady kind of things. Like yeah. demons. George I guess they Wendt. are. But. He's also like a a Hollywood script doctor, which I find to be interesting. So like a lot of producers and like movie houses will like take their script and it's like, yeah, it just doesn't have it. And they'll give it to Fred Decker and then he like 
polishes scrubs it. Oh, cool. And yeah, I didn't know that. So um, he has a lot of uncredited contributions, but like stuff like Titan AE, Lethal Weapon 4, Demolition Man, he fucking... Demolition Man, I that saw was that shit. Such garbage, right. It's such a garbage <laughs> movie, but... Murder, apparently, death, kill. Murder, death, kill. Such <laughs> a mess. Such a mess. But I guess he actually like scripted it to actually make it like kind of presentable. I think it did well, though. But you know what? I think it did well. For all of our listeners or you guys as well, you should really listen to the How Did This Get Made episode on Demolition Man. It's live and it's like so fucking, well, I mean, every episode is funny, but they did Demolition Man live and it's like, it's brilliant. It's hilarious. You should listen to it. Yeah, well, I watched that movie actually not even that long ago, maybe a month ago. Um, I bought like one of those like $5 like four Stallone movies in one DVD thing um, because I wanted uh, Over the Top. top. Um, And yeah, for like $5 Over the Top is totally worth it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But then it came with all these other fucking terrible movies and I did watch Demolition Man. Um, Not that great. (laughs) Are you saying that that was the first time that you've seen it? No, no, I had seen it back. But like, I saw it when it, came out it's not over the top because like, no, it was course. it was like super hip for when it came out yeah it was like a hip it was huge. but you know what oh my god such a fucking racist movie it's all so the racist. shit that there's he so, says wesley snipes there's so much racism like, in that movie it's yeah i know and it's just like nonchalant racism yeah 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 it's like, like i'm gonna what? sprinkle this racism that's here. what jason manzoukas <laughs> talks about in the how did this get made episode like he's just like what the fuck yeah, <laughs> like like you could not get away with that kind of yeah. stuff now for sure well, this is kind of cool. Fred Decker and Shane Black wrote a script together called Shadow Company um, before Shane wrote Lethal Weapon. And it was, this is actually kind of cool. It never got made. Um, it's about zombie soldiers that invade a town on Christmas night. And it was okay. supposed to be directed by John Carpenter and starring Kurt Russell. What? So it was never made. It was never made. But the script is online. Apparently, like, they just put it up for fun. And, like, you can read it. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and, like, awesome. there's fans that out there Should've that love, they just love it and they still demand that movie oh, to be made. Oh, I love Kurt Russell so much. Yeah. He's a fucking He's babe. a babe. He's a straight yeah. up babe. All right. Well, um, so it's, it's unfortunate. It's really weird that Night of the Creeps didn't do well because even though a lot of movies that we do on this podcast that we say, you know, was a box office like flop because of this and that and marketing and money. But this one is like surprising to me because like it's uh, among... A lot of great 80s movies that came out that did well. Like, I think it's just as good as all of the other 80s movies that that did well at the box office. It's like, I don't understand why it didn't do well. But the budget was $5 million, and the box office was just under $600,000. No. Yeah, they lost a lot of money on this movie. It did not not do well at all. It only showed in 70 theaters. Um, But it later became a cult favorite. And um, the movie was aimed to be an homage to B-movies from the 50s and 60s. Very obvious in the very first, like, 10 minutes where it's in the 50s and it's all black and white, which I love. I love at at the beginning of this movie when everything is black and white, but the credits are still colored. I love it. It's It's like that Misfits font, like... Oh, I just the neon colors over the top of the black and white like the style of that looks very very great and Fred originally actually wanted to shoot the whole movie in black and white fascinating but I'm glad that he didn't I'm glad that he didn't yeah. um but all the characters and um in this movie are names are homages to other horror directors yeah. as well and there was an unofficial sequel from 2007. It's really weird. It has nothing to do with this one. I did. I it's saw called, that too. It's called Night of the Creeps 2. 
zombie town um, zombie in Germany, town. but it's just called Zombie Town in North America. Um, I it's got absolutely nothing to do with this. I don't know why I even included it in my notes. Like yeah. just to let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, says, I, I looked it up and I was like, "What the fuck is this garbage?" It about? said that it was marketed in only some regions as a sequel. So in Germany, it's definitely marketed as a sequel, but here yeah, it's just like, called why? Zombie Town. Right. But it says it really only has the only the same elements like the slugs, the like alien slugs that like infect the people, and that's yeah. really it. Weird. Um, but other than that, it doesn't. It didn't look like. It had anything to do with it. And it's like a newer movie, so it's like... Kind of, Why? That's kind a stretch. Of yeah, it's yeah. from yeah, 2007. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people do that, it seems like. You know, like Italy, like their horror... Is it horror... just to use the name to get more attention? Yeah, that's pretty much. Like, yeah, like Italy's horror, like, production companies and stuff, they always do that. Like, they package something as a sequel. Yeah. That really has nothing to do with the actual movie, but they just do it because the name will sell some tickets. And maybe... Bunch of lies. Yeah, fuckers. Yeah. And I mean, how much, like, wealth or um, benefit are the people who are making this movie actually getting when people say, oh, but it's a cult following? Is it like... Yeah, it did poorly like in the cinema, but yeah. it's a cult... Yeah, but... Are they just lacking that much confidence in their movie, though? You know what I mean? That they would need to use the name to get attention for it? Maybe you shouldn't be directing, making movies. Or maybe, yeah. it's, or maybe it's out of their hands. My logical brain says... That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Maybe it's a PR thing. Maybe it's out of their hands and PR is going, yeah, you're this right. is how we're going to do what it. What do I know? Like, yeah, just make right. the fucking movie. This oh, yeah. is how we're going to do um, it. Also, Somebody in the production company says, like, okay, you should market it like this because the slug element is the same yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, another thing that we forgot to mention, another thing that has kept us busy recently, speaking of, I don't know, we did a fabulous ah! interview yeah. with our friend Onyx the Fortunate. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a fun, that fun interview. That was so much fun. Um, Hopefully you guys watched it because that was a lot of fun filming it like yeah. that was hilarious so much fun. so we want to thank we want to thank onyx for having us on his show it was a friday faves and it was posted a couple weeks ago so um check it out you can check it out on youtube yep. and we posted the link in our on our instagram as well but that was really fun as well it's all stephen king themed as well so yeah but I want to talk about uh, Tom Atkins. Let's do okay, it. Okay, so Tom Atkins, uh, one of our very early episodes was Halloween 3. I believe that was our first Halloween yeah. um, episode. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best, actually probably second to the first one is like the best Halloween. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, Halloween 3, fantastic movie. You get your face turned into bugs and snakes. Yeah. I'm into it. I like uh, it because it's so different. I know it. Like, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's great. It's a great story. Mm, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got like, uh, like a lot of people like, yeah, it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. And that's why it bombed in the first place. But as a standalone movie in Halloween. Genre of Halloween. Yeah. Trick or treating. It's Halloween. Kids great. in costumes. Yeah. It's, it's one of yeah. my favorites. It, uh, it absolutely is. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, the Fog. So I good. talked about it earlier. But Amazing. You know what? I think that The Fog is probably one of my favorite John Carpenter movies. I have always, always loved that movie. I feel like it kind of slipped under the radar. Yeah, it did. Um, and uh, it's it's such a good nighttime movie. Yeah. Like when you're like two hours before you go to bed, you turn the lights off. When yeah, you only have one glowing yeah, yeah, lamp. Yeah. It's so good. Like I just, I love that movie. It just, it, the atmosphere. I was going to say. 
a good atmosphere. Good yeah. atmosphere. It's very spooky and just like quiet. Um, yes, it's a very quiet movie. It's, and yeah, the, actually, that's what I really like about it is that that it's quiet because yeah. that's more eerie to me yeah. than like loud bangs that you make you jump. Jump yeah. scares. Yeah, yeah a lot of people I rely do on love that. That movie and it's pretty too. Like when the fog actually does yeah. roll in from the bay, like it, on the bay, it it's gorgeous. So uh, Tom Atkins is also in Escape from New York. Awesome. With, uh, Our boyfriend Kurt Russell. Snake Plissken. Yeah. Um, that's also a, a, another amazing Don Carpenter movie. So he's obviously worked with him a lot. Um, okay, here's one thing that I want to say about the whole like Tom Atkins being like, you know, the stud of the 80s when really he's just, ugh. But um, I... <laughs> find him even like less attractive without a mustache there's something wrong Ew! about Ew! that no. so in creep no. show he's the father in like the the in in between segments in yeah. creep show yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's well i don't know if i like tom atkins without a mustache i can't i'm not into it sometimes like, you just get used to somebody with like, a mustache yeah and yeah. Then they shave it and you're like and you're like ooh, that you? upper lip ooh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, yeah yeah you see a whole section of their face that you didn't know existed yeah right? no it's yeah. really weird tom atkins and creep show is just it's unsettling for yeah. me it's very unsettling um but he did a fantastic job like he's really good at acting like an like an asshole yeah like and sure. he's like kind of like a dick in night of the creeps as well yeah so he's also in Lethal Weapon. Which is I, awesome. I have actually only seen Lethal Weapon like maybe three times. Like I, I I never really was a huge fan of it. Like when it comes to like the 80s like action movies, like I was more into Die Hard. Yeah, but it's kind of up there with Die Hard. Like it, it has, it's I that think same, it's, con- I mean. I don't it, think it's as good as Die Well, no, it's all. not as good, but it's like in that same element, yeah. I guess. Like so you could kind of put them together because yeah. it was a huge blockbuster. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like it's whatever. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, the uh, Tom Atkins is also in Maniac Cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's also in uh, my the My Bloody Valentine remake, which was actually good. It was so good. Yeah, like, I remember and, that. Yeah, when it actually like when remakes are actually good, I uh, I applaud them because I I hate a lot of remakes, and that one was fucking great. It was awesome, and um. My boyfriend Dean is in it, so that's not. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, not too shabby. Supernatural. A boy on my mind. Insert boner yeah, noise. I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck that guy's too hot. <laughs> I know. I love the slugs in the bathroom, man. It's awesome. The slugs are are very very reminiscent of Slither. And this house yeah. is very reminiscent of French Prince Bel Air. Wow, could I have said that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you said the French Prince of Yeah. I was like, oh, what movie is that that you're talking about? (laughs) That's funny. But you know what's also awesome about um, this movie and Tom Atkins is that this was his favorite role. His favorite movie that that Tom Atkins has has done was this movie. He said that the whole... Fil- the, the whole experience with filming this movie was, was the most awesome. fun out of any movie that he's done, which is awesome. Um, um, he does he does theater. Okay. Yeah, he, that's okay. where he does okay. theater. I want to see him in, in that motherfucking costume that motherfucking George puts on that like poofy like night. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like King Arthur. I want to yeah, see I know. Tom that would be adorable. in a theater like a Shakespeare play. I know. Well, yeah, he does Macbeth. No, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, yes he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. he in Pitts. 
Berg, and he's also in um, the the Christmas Carol as well. No, yeah, he yeah. does theater in Pittsburgh. That's which, what I want. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. that's where he got to start. Like, apparently, he didn't even want to be an actor. It. Yeah, he didn't even want to be an actor, and he was gonna go work in his family steel mill. Yeah, and well, he just he assumed would. that that's was what he was gonna do, and then he went into the navy apparently, uh, and then noticed that the officers lived great, but there was. Only because they had gone to college. So after he left the Navy, he signed up for college where he met a girl who was involved in a theater group. And that's how he ended yeah, up yeah. getting involved in theater, like, early, early on. That's cool. Yeah. Well, his first movie role was in uh, a movie called The Detective, and fucking Frank Sinatra is in it. Yeah, he's he like the star. The first movie that he was in was a movie with Frank Sinatra. Isn't like, that crazy? That's fucking crazy. Fuck. Um, and he said that he was great to work with. Frank Which Sinatra's is, a gem. Because, yeah. He was a motherfucker. He was a gem. He was a womanizer and he was a bit of a racist, but fuck was he a gem. Oh, yeah. That is a fact. Oh. Tom was married to <laughs> Garn Stevens, um, who is actually the woman in Halloween 3 Can that we repeat? gets the bugs in the hotel room. Can we repeat room. her name, please? Uh, her name is Garn Stevens. Can we spell that, please? G-A-R-N. Oh, so it's like bar. What but with woman birthed a baby from her vagina, like, held it in her arms, and said, "I shall like name you Garn. I shall you Garn, and you shall be gone." <laughs> but she's the woman something. in the hotel room in Halloween Three yeah. that gets the fucking snakes and bugs out of yeah. her face. And Tom Atkins was married um, to her at that point, and um, this is adorable. Tom Atkins is a huge Vincent Price fan and got to meet him. Aww. I love that because I love Vincent Price, so I thought that was pretty cute. Like, uh, uh, yeah, like, okay, he's a, uh, an ugly, you know, like, 80s actor. Like, he's adorable as an old man. But I love him, though. Like, he's so yeah. lovable. Like, he's a, he's like an ador- like a non-attractive, adorable yeah, kind totally. of man. Like, he's so, I would love to meet him. Like, it would Absolutely. be, I just want to hug him. I would totally fucking hug him. The shit out of I Tom Atkins. Yeah. I would have the shit out of Tom Atkins. Oh fuck. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. But yeah, what else do we have here? Okay, so um so Jason Lively is the main actor. There he is Night on the screen Creeps. right now. Um he is uh his sister is Blake Lively. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah. That's not a fact. No, it, no, is. it is. It is. Okay, so the but the Lively family is I think he's actually only his there that's only his half sister cuz the Lively family apparently it's huge. is like an acting like dynasty. Cuz this yeah, movie was released in 87 acting, but... and he's like got to be 18 and Yeah, so he's so... he's much much older than her. Yeah. So he's actually the stepson of Aaron Ernie Lively who, who was, was in the in Dukes of Hazard movies and Shocker, he Hard to Kill, Sleepwalkers, Showdown in Little Tokyo, yep. X-Files, mm-hmm. like and his uh, one no, I'm pretty sure Blake is his full sister because is it? yeah, she is um, because he has a half sister and her name is Lori and uh, she was also in Night of the Creeps but she's uncredited but she was also in Deep Space Nine, Melrose Place, ER and he has another another half sister named Robin who was in okay Megan, do you remember this like 80s girly movie Teen Witch? Oh 
Do you remember that movie? Stop. Yeah, she's in Teen yep. Witch. She's in Twin Peaks. Um, she's in Knight Rider. Um, whoa, Doogie Howser. She's also in an X Files episode. This family is like the it's Rockefeller all, family. Yeah, it's like the Baldwins. It's like it's the Baldwins basically. Um, she was also in Quantum Leap, and he also has another. This is it. Um, half brother named Eric, and Eric was in American Pie and Full House and Twenty Four mm-hmm. with Keepa. Because here's the thing about Blake Lively. Usually I'm like, oh yeah, she's hot. Blake Lively is like absolutely stunning and I'm not even jealous. She's married to Ryan Reynolds. You got that Canadian bacon between your legs? Bitch, you better be fucking looking good all the time. Come on. Let it fry up and sizzle in your pussy. Sizzle up, pussy! That Canadian bacon. Yeah, Yeah. no, the whole family, they're all, uh, they're all a family of actors, but yeah, no, Blake is his, uh, uh, full sister and then he's got like the two half sisters and one half brother but he doesn't act yeah. anymore um, but he actually fun fact about Night of the Creeps he auditioned for both roles of Chris and JC so he ended cool. up getting uh, that role but um, better the, safe than sorry yeah, yeah the first thing that he acted in was the Dukes of Hazard pilot when nice. he was 10 years old because I was going to say like that he must have been obviously really young because Dukes of Hazard, like the pilot, not yeah. even like the yeah. actual first episode. Um, he was also the son in National Lampoon's European Vacation. Mm-hmm. That's the oh one my that, god! Yeah, I know. That's actually the one that I've seen the least. I love that. To be one. honest, um, I've seen Vegas um, a few times, but obviously Christmas Vacation. Everybody's is the one. seen that shit. And um, just the regular Vacation is the one that I've seen European like is a lot. So I should funny. rewatch European, but yeah, he's the bro- he's the the boy, the yeah, little boy. Yep. And European yep. vacation. Also, he's in Ghost Chase. <laughs> I know. Okay, so Ghost Chase. Me and Morgan were actually Chase. like talking about Ghost Chase because um, Jill Whitlow, who was the main female role in Night of the Creeps, they're both in it together. Yeah. And um, this is funny that I didn't know this up until I started doing my research for this episode. But Ghost Chase is one of those movies that I watched when I was a kid that like resonated with me for life. And I never owned it. And then I bought it on VHS a few years ago and I watched it again and I shut it off halfway through. I was like, yeah, I couldn't get through it. It's very... um, it is kind of childish. Uh, it's like this grandfather clock that, like, at the stroke of midnight, this weird grandpa zombie ghost thing comes out of it. Uh, that's all I really remember, but um, I, I have it still, so I was th- actually thinking of giving it another shot before we recorded this episode, but I was like, am I in the mood to watch this? Get good and drunk know. before you watch yeah. it, because it's, like, it's just like the puppet. It's, it's like, one of those, like... Grandpa guy, it's cheesy. It's a cheesy, like, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I have to be in the mood to watch something silly like that. Like, it's silly. But it's cute that him and Jill Whitlow are both the um, characters in that movie. And, uh, well, uh, he was also, Jason was also in an episode of 21 Jump Street. You know, I've actually never seen an episode of that show. Never mind. I just know that Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah. But you know what? The fucking movies are hilarious. (laughs) I mean, the remake movies, yeah. Yeah, funny. the, like, yeah. honestly, the movies with uh, Channing Tatum, so funny. I thought they were hilarious. Um, he's also in, uh, this is a movie that I have mentioned before in our Lost Boys episode, Rock and Roll High School Forever oh, with yeah. Corey Feldman. I still have not seen this movie, but I need to watch it because not only Corey Feldman is in it, because it looks 
awful. Like, it looks so bad. Oh, yeah. But I still want to watch it's it. It's worth a watch because yeah. it's so bad. But, yeah, well, he took a break from acting in the early 90s, and now he works for a computer company, and he owns a mobile roasted corn business. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's where the money's at. Right? Uh, yeah. It's called Corn's Jimmy... delicious! Jimmy Crack Corn is the name of it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and he's married, and he's got two kids. Megan's face. And he lives in Utah. In oh, that explains it. Heber City, Utah. So he's like out there with Utah. like ten, ten wives and his crack corn business or whatever. Uh, Jimmy crack corn. Jimmy crack corn. But let's be honest, corn is delicious. It is. It's uh, twice tea. It's twice tea. <laughs> it's twice. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Well, um, I'd like to remind our listeners that Yasmin is the only sober one here tonight. Yeah, I know. Because I'm still recovering from Rock and Con. I know. Like, I'm like the cutest little drunk girl I ever met. I know. Party. That's like, these guys texted me and called me the next day just to make sure that, like, I didn't fucking, like, drown in my vomit. Well, because, like, and, it uh, was, like, literally so late and we were like, oh my God, did you, have you heard from Yasmin yet? It's like <laughs> one o'clock and she still hasn't texted. I know. That's a, it's, it's a rare kind of drunk. I don't get that drunk very often, like maybe once every two years or so, but it was definitely worth it. It was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, you guys were like texting me. You were like, fuck, is she alive? (laughs) Jamie's family was over and I literally was like, I was drunk. I'm worried. I was drunk again the next day. I'm sorry to make you guys worry, but like, I felt so like, I kind of like, I texted you guys the next day and I was like, I hope I wasn't like too maggoty. And you guys were both like, no, you're like the... Like, you're, like, the happiest drunk ever. Toots! We got some nipples. We got some boobies. We got some straight-up nipples. You can't have an 80s horror movie without boobs in the shower. Here's the thing, though. You know it's only, like, steam. It's only, like, a steam thing. Their hair hair never gets wet. Oh, my God. I'm so into this, this, like, frat party we're having right now. I know. Pepto-Bismol. Actually, that's a smart move. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, right next to the beer. I love that girl's old school eyeshadow applicator, like the little brush with yes, the plastic with I the little know. foam. Yeah, it's that always, it's always blue some Avon too. shit. It's yeah. always blue. Yeah. It's like blue was the color for eyeshadow in the 80s. It's Powder like, blue. If you watch Unsolved Mysteries, every female interviewee has blue eyeshadow. Blue eyeshadow. Powder blue eyeshadow, pink, pink blush, and red lipstick. Blush. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very... Um, it was like a, a very, like a, a serious, like look at my face kind of year. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. I agree. We should bring it back. Oh, I meant <laughs> like the lightning bolt fucking blush. Yeah, man. So like sharp. Pat Benatar. Oh, so sharp. Oh, yes. Okay, so here is, I feel like, like the poster, almost the poster. He's got his little rose in. Like this is where it all kind of, uh, what did you call that shit? The climax. Yeah, the climax is uh, is about to happen soon mm-hmm. here. Um, so Jill Whitlow is the main female actor in this, and um, she was in uh, Guys I've Never Seen It, but Porky's. I've never, I've never seen, seen it either. Oh, okay. I thought I was definitely going to get some fuck No, no. <laughs> I've never seen Porky's. I mean, I know it, it because it's like apparently one of those like... It's a very iconic poster yeah, as well. And I, yeah, an iconic movie, like seminal, like fucking like college like party kind of movies yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I just like... I don't know. I just, just never feels seen like it. Uh, Animal House. Yeah, I, d- like, I, I do love vein. Animal House. It's right. It's like the same hilarious. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's also in uh, my favorite John Hughes movie, Weird Science. Yeah. With your boyfriend, Bill Paxton. Yes. 
I love that movie so much. I could actually watch it every day and not get sick of it. Um, she was also in Mask with Fuck. Cher and Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. I've hey, actually you never seen it. to shut your fucking mouth. That movie makes me tear. That movie, good movie. Mask and Steel Magnolias, like, stop. No. It's I've never a seen that movie, too. Wrenching. Mask is a good it movie. It is a serious... I mean, you want to talk about not hidden talent because Cher was never a hidden talent. But you want to talk about almost wasted talent. Cher should have been in more movies. I... Yeah. I she was just that. one of those people who mm. could literally do it all. She yeah. could sing, she could dance, she was in a presence yeah. in a room, mm-hmm. right? And she acted. Well, she was and awesome she was in the book. She was great at acting. No, but yeah. this movie yeah. was about like her disabled son and she was heartbroken about him and it was yeah. like this traumatic. I know, I know like, what it is. I've just never seen it. Her in a oh, traumatic really role. Good, yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Okay, oh. well now I gotta watch it because I do love Cher in Moonstruck. She's hilarious yeah. in that movie with Nicolas Cage of One True God. What? Um, But yeah, so Jill was also and <laughs> I love this. She was in an episode of TJ Hooker. Do you remember that show? TJ Hooker? <laughs> okay, so literally once an episode 21 Jump Street or TJ Hooker comes up. I'm not kidding you. Or Seinfeld. Yeah. These are the shows that every actor like cuts their teeth on, it seems like in the 80s. Like literally, we've said TJ Hooker or 21 Jump Street or Seinfeld. It's funny the other day, like when I was when I was doing my research, I I texted Morgan a picture of William Shatner from TJ Hooker, and her response was like, TJ Hooker, brah! And Angela Atkins was in it too, of course, with Heather Locklear, fantastic hair. Um, Jill was also in an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. I've never seen every episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Um, I have one tape, but I haven't seen all of them. Um, she's also in a movie that I love called Twice Dead. Oh. I love that movie. That that's another very very good campy eighties eighties horror movie. Yeah, um, I, I the cover is fantastic too. It's a guy in a tux and he's like all blue and he's like smashing through glass. Oh, I love to it. See that. Oh, smash, smash. Uh, she was in Thunder Run as well, which I don't know much about, but it the was, title it was a movie. It's great. Yeah, Thunder Run. She was also in a Winger video. The video for Hungry. Really? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, yeah. Was it good? I don't remember. Because I love Winger. Like, Kip Winger, he was all right. He's pretty hot. Hungry yeah. like the wolves. Hungry like Kip Winger. <laughs> and I'm hungry like Kim Winger. Kim, <laughs> Kim Winger. <laughs> That's awesome. But she also, she stopped acting in the 90s as well. But I'm not sure what she's doing now. Yeah, they didn't really, there was no updates. Well, speaking of Seinfeld, um, Suzanne Snyder has a very small role in this, and she's the main girl from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and she's also the fucking, in the. we talked about this in the Killer Clowns from Outer Space episode, she's in the Seinfeld episode, um, her uncle is Poppy, and they go to the restaurant, Poppy's and he doesn't, yeah, no, Poppy's a little sloppy. Poppy's a little sloppy. <laughs> that's, okay, so that's actually yeah, one of the Seinfeld episodes I that I can like I the remember yeah, yeah he like doesn't wash his hands and yeah. he like the pie. Yeah. yeah and he freaks out about it well Poppy's a little sloppy and she's also in weird science as well mm-hmm. uh, she's the girl that falls for uh, Anthony Michael Hall I believe and she's also in Return of the Living Dead part 2 so she did a lot of horror in the 80s um, I'm not really sure what she's doing these days though yeah but she's kind of cute stripping for money <laughs> She is, she is a breeder. She just has babies and sells them. What else can I come up with? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she sends her dirty underwear away online. Uh, you can make good money doing that. Yeah. I know. From what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, 
I'm about to rip my fucking sweaty tits off. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. It's so hot here. Guys, I know that a lot of you don't think that it gets warm in Canada, but it fucking gets You've never been in the smog belt of southern Ontario. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, (laughs) southern Ontario is, like, the... the most southern of Canada, mm-hmm. so. It's just smoggy as shit down here. Like, we got the Sarnia pollution plant. Like, we got some, I'm not trying to say Canada's dirty whatsoever, but southwestern Ontario, fuck. Yeah, and we we're surrounded by the Great Toronto, Lakes. Toronto, Detroit, yeah. Windsor, we mm-hmm. get fucked. Yeah, yeah. We, we get... actually can't wait to finish this because we're going swimming. In a pistol. Oh, there's going to be barbecue chicken wings. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm excited. Well, I want to talk about um, the Bradster. So Bradinator. <laughs> I love the Bradster. Like he's like your typical like shitty fucking douchebag jock from an 80s movie. Yeah. Like they cast the perfect guy to play the Bradster. His name is Alan Kayser. This is just like an interesting fact. It has nothing to do with horror or anything, but he graduated from Columbine High oh, School. Oh, interesting. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um but this is adorable. He ran a dance academy with his wife oh. for years. So that's cute. It's that's like the cool. opposite of the Bradster. <laughs> right? But yeah, I, I love that that character. He's just adorable. I couldn't find... Oh, Dick Miller! Yay! Dick Miller! I love him! Demon Knight! Gremlins! Dick Miller! He's so I'm cute. shouting out words. Uh, the Burbs. He's the garbage man. The uh, isn't he in the Terminator? Yeah, he sells him the guns. Yeah. And then Arnold just kills him. <laughs> He's just... He's in, so ungrateful. He's in all the good roles. You know what's really funny is... Okay, so I... For some reason, when I rewatched The Terminator, I, like, watched this and I was like, isn't that Columbo? But it's not Columbo. <laughs> I was Dick like... Dick Miller was Columbo. I thought it was Col- the guy who plays Columbo. They look That's very funny. fucking yeah. similar. And they're always wearing, like, uh, the trench coat. Taupe. Yeah, trench, taupe coats. trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he's who else he reminds right me of? He reminds me of... Now, you're going to rack your brains for this one. Oh. He reminds me of the silent police officer from every Ernest movie ever. Mm. He was all silent. My brain is racking His name right was now. Bob or something. And he, he, oh, he my God, yeah. Like, yeah, you're this, like, right. lifting, and he he was all wrinkle-faced. Like, he smoked a thousand you're cigarettes right. a morning. Yeah, he's also in Chopping Mall. Uh, he's the janitor. And he's yeah. also wearing taupe. And it's, he's wearing taupe right he's now. Really, and he's always yeah. so sweet. He's always so helpful. He's yeah. sweet. And, like, And supportive. they always get his head blown off or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor Dick Miller. Always See, Tom in Atkins taupe. is fucking pointing a shotgun at him. God damn it. I couldn't find any information about the actor who plays JC, though. Um... His name is Steve Marshall. Yeah, and all I, I had was 21, 21 Jump Street. Street. Yeah. Which, I mean... I guess that's a sign. I guess I should watch 21 Jump Street. Yeah, you should. Yeah, maybe. Eh. Whoa. No? Hey, is yeah. it not good? No, you should. Well, it's, I don't know. I started Miami Vice 80s. recently, and that's pretty good. I love Don Johnson's outfits in that fucking show. I love his singing and his musical career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all those old <laughs> All those... They're good. They're yeah. all good. I mean, like... Um, it's a decent cop show, though. Oh, there's Suzanne Snyder. There she is. And her what purple a perfect dress. bitch. I know, right? She like, is. Hey. She's she looks like cute. Scandinavian, almost. Yeah. She's, She's like got cute. that perfect complexion. Yeah. She's too good to be a stripper, let's be honest. Way too good. Aw, oh, the Bradster's a zombie. He's better off as a zombie, though. Brad <laughs> As if she doesn't notice his sunken in. I know, right? Face. Like, um, he looks like a corpse. 
Right? Like, Bitch. what the fuck? But she's, like, totally blonde, and I think that's stereotype. She's she very um, flaky like that in uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2 as well, and Killer Clowns, but especially Return of the Living Dead Part 2. That she's so typecast. fucking... Because she's pretty she's blonde. She's so flaky in that movie. 80s, right? Yeah. She screams a lot in that movie, too. Like, holy fuck. Like, every ten minutes, she's just freaking the fuck out. Well, the tagline for this movie, as we all know, is Thrill Me, and it's said five times by Tom Atkins and once by Jason Lively. Um, so we're at the part where all the zombies are, are come hithering towards the epic climax of the death of this movie, and Jill Whitlow just is walking down the stairs right now wearing... Of course, she's elegant, Probably and all the other girls are all sluts. Probably the prettiest dress I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. She doesn't notice either, though. She's like... I love this. Like, he's your boyfriend. And, she and he's also dead, and you're not noticing it. Right? That he doesn't look like... And they've made it very evil deadish. Like, he's got no pupils. Like, he looks like a yeah. dead eye. He yeah. straight up looks like a dead eye. Like, How bitch, are you not his seeing eyes this? are white. But I guess maybe she... I don't know. They're making it so she's not looking at him. And, and now she's gonna, coy. like, tell him some stuff. Like, oh, I have some really serious emotions I need to talk to you about. Oh, I'm loving his face. And he's just drooling on himself. He's drooling slug. Flamethrower. I love this Bad part. Where ass. Tom fucking uh, shoots him in the head and slugs come out of his face. Oh, my God. That part's fucking awesome. And then he flamethrows his fucking head. Well, um, there was an alternate scene where Cameron's head bursts open and slugs slither into nearby cemetery for new hosts. Then the aliens from the beginning, they show up again because it sucks. The only thing I don't like about this movie is that the only time that you see the aliens is at the beginning yeah, of the movie. Yeah, it's weird. And they're so cute. Like, why didn't they show them more? Please, yeah. show them again. They don't kind of like bring it all around you know what yeah, I mean it's like but I, I didn't watch the, beginning. Um, the, al- the alternate scene but you did more yeah though, the right? alternate ending I did watch it um so apparently the theatrical release obviously that's what would be on like the blu-ray dvd vhs um but apparently it showed Chris and Cynthia standing in front of the burning sorority house and then the police cars race towards the burning building uh they race by the charred and zombified Cameron who's actually shuffling down the street and he's still smoking a cigarette uh, then he suddenly stops and falls to the ground. Uh, his head bursts open in the slugs that are incubating in his brain. They go out towards the cemetery, yeah, like yeah. you said, uh, suggesting that the slugs have found a new host. Uh, and then searchlights are appearing from the night sky, revealing that the source is the spaceship so that the aliens have come back yeah, yeah. to sort of get the slugs from the beginning of the film. So that probably would have set it up for a sequel. Yeah, like maybe totally. Maybe they didn't want to do a sequel or yeah. something. Yeah, so uh, I guess... The idea is that the aliens were retrieving the experiment uh, from the cemetery and then proposing a sequel is exactly what it was. But then just a shitty sequel came out in 2007 that has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it absolutely does. Apparently, I I was, like, reading online and, like, a lot of fans, like, still fucking write Fred Decker all the time and they still keep wanting him to do an official sequel. It could honestly be so much fun. Like, I get that that he was going for the idea of, like, the campy, like, 50s kind of horror. But to me, like, this movie is is pretty sound. Like, yeah. it's not cheesy or No. But I also funny. feel like you could do a sequel for next to nothing. Yeah. Even oh, though yeah. it's it's not, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that you could do one that would, that would fit and it wouldn't 
Again, it wouldn't be cheesy. It wouldn't be anything. It would still fit on a budget. Still Tom Atkins, though. Well, he doesn't. It, yeah. it still needs Tom Atkins. I bet yeah. you he would agree to do it. Oh, for sure. He definitely would, because since this was his favorite role. Yeah. He could reprise the role. Yeah, and they could sure. fucking have the aliens do another experiment. And yeah. It, it, I think it could it could be done really, really well. Okay, well, um, Night of the Creeps was, um, it was produced by Charles Gordon, and his brother is Lawrence Gordon, and he produced so many fucking action movies in the 90s. He was huge. It's like insane. He and him and Charles, they worked together on some stuff. Like they worked together on Die Hard, Mm -hmm. Die Hard 2, uh, Predator and Predator 2, and the new Predator. Um, And I believe that uh, Charles Gordon produced Waterworld. I know, which is fucking paper. paper, Say no more. Paper. I don't like... I think we must have said this on the podcast before, but for some reason, like, ever since I was a little kid, that's the part that I always just, like... Oh, totally. Comes to mind when I think of Waterworld. Is when the guy's so like, weird. No, paper. you gotta think of the part with the giant fish. Oh, yeah. And then they eat it. Kevin Costner is, like, in Actually, the Actually, you know what? When they yeah. eat it, I have to admit, it looks pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, it's, like, charred. Delicious. Yeah. Paper. I remember that part. <laughs> And that guy is in like Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I think shit. so. Yeah, no, he's like he has gone on to. No, he's the guy seriously. that says paper, paper, <laughs> paper. <laughs> but yeah, so Charles Gordon, he's done tons of shit. It's crazy. Uh, Event Horizon too. Oh, nice. Uh, I saw, which I actually just watched mm, like two nights ago. Mm, that That's movie a good one. is so good. It's a good one. It's like Hellraiser in space. It even is. though Hellraiser tried to do a space one, but it's like it's like first of all, Sam Neill can do no wrong. Right? I know. Ever? He's perfect. Ever, you're right. You're right. Ever? You put him in any Dude, scripted in the movie? Mouth of madness. No, stop. You can't even. So like, good. He. He is so fucking good. Um, yeah. He was also in an Agatha Christie adaptation, and then there were none, and it was like a 10-part, and it was like one of my favorite books, mm-hmm. and he he makes his roles make the movie, though. It's yeah. true. He's a wonderful, if wonderful If he wasn't in, in The Mouth of Madness, if he wasn't in Event Horizon, yeah. I mean, he brings that spooky vibe where he's like looking at shit with his fucking eye, me, 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 you know yeah. what movie? Eyes, me, me, me. Sam Neill is in that I recently watched for the first time and it blew my fucking mind was Possession. Yeah, Possession oh, is fucked. Um, yeah. That movie is brilliant. Um, I initially, I, I, I had a little bit of, uh, I don't, I'm not sure moments. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't same. know how I feel I about had to this look movie. it up afterwards and be like, but what then is this when movie I finished about? it, I was like, um, this movie is so weird that it's fantastic. Like, yeah. it's so original. Yeah. It's like, you're not really sure what's happening. Like, is it actually present in, like, the physical realm? Is it in their heads? What's going on? You see his dick for, like, like a minuscule <laughs> second in it, too. It's like one of those dick, 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 dick pause yeah, moments. Yeah, I know, yeah. He turns around. There that, it is. Yeah, no, Possession is such a fucking good movie. I can't believe I have never seen it before. Oh, my oh, motherfucking shit. slug hill. All the slugs. Okay, well, let's talk about some movies that Night of the Creeps remind us of. And um, so I mentioned earlier that, yes, the uh, theme of this movie uh, for me personally is that it's very campy. Uh, It's like the perfect movie for like an 80s sleepover. I love that it embodies all these different elements in it. Great actors. It's fun. It's funny. It's disgusting. Um... So, to me, my uh, number one, the movie that 
reminds me the most of this movie is Invaders from Mars. Mm -hmm. The Toby Hooper Invaders from Mars. Like, that movie is just like this. Because it also embodies, like, Karen Black is in it. And, um... Uh, you've seen have you seen it I, I don't remember. know if I've seen it oh fuck I've seen it it's so good I've like it's it, yeah. uh, it's got aliens uh, it, the the fact that they say David Gardner like fucking 50 times like his full name you gotta say See, his I last didn't name even, too I didn't even notice that I just David Gardner like, David Gardner what stop you're saying, saying his full like, name it was like the time like the, I know, the yeah. era for me is like what really got me. Like when you're watching it, it's like that. Like you said, it's so campy. It's like the era is almost, how do I describe it? It's like almost um, like highlighted. Like yeah. what period mm-hmm. it's represented is like high, like this. You know, when you're representing a period, it's like highlighted because they're so like playing it up and shit. Yeah. That's what like it really like resonates with me. For sure. And like the, the aliens in that movie, they look fantastic. Oh, like yeah. the fucking, the creature design in that movie is great. Slimy and like veiny and like the main, uh, the main alien. It's like, he's just a giant head with like little tentacles. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. so cute. I love it. Um, Obviously, we mentioned it already, but Slither. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. like, fucking, like, the slugs are re- very reminiscent. The movie Slugs. I think Morgan has never seen it. Have I don't think I've it, never Megan? seen it. I've never seen it. Oh my God! Why? Okay. Slugs oh, is uh. fantastic. It's such a fucking good, great movie. There's like, uh, no, I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah. Like, we're just going to like, no, because I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but Slugs is such a fun movie. Um, we talked about it already, but House. Yep. Yeah. Like, it just. It has that. Different characters. And, you know, like, it's like, it's it's cheesy, but it's not too cheesy. It's like fun. Um, Critters. Critters, Critters was on my list sure. as well. It's yeah. got that like kind of like cheese, but like supposed to be kind of scary. Critters but like, yeah, 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 Critters it's for sure. Got like, a campy vibe. To Critters it. is like one of those movies that I always watch in the summertime. I don't know why, but for some reason, like I have like summertime movies and I have winter movies and and fall like music. Like I listen to Typo Negative in October. Mm, of course, and like doesn't. in um like. Uh, in the summer, I always have to watch like Sleepaway Camp and all the Friday Thirteens because of the camp. Um, but yeah, Critters for some reason like I always want to watch it during the summertime, and that movie is very campy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creep Show, yeah, yeah, I would say Creep Show um, is very campy, and um, I'll mention one more, uh, which was a very surprising uh, discovery and find for me, but it totally makes sense. Is Planet Terror? Okay. Yeah, I could see that like, as well. Like, all the oozy zombies and the action and uh, even, like, the, the, the gore, the blood, yeah. the cheesiness and, like, the some of the actors. Like, I thought Planet Terror was very campy. Yeah. Like, and I actually totally forgot about it until I was doing some research and I was like... Oh yeah, Planet Terror. Like that was a really fun movie. I love is that. Is it Bruce duel. Willis? Bru- it is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis oh, is in weird. Planet Terror. Yeah, I had to look it up because I haven't seen it in like years. But yeah, no, he's in it. Um, and uh, Michael Bean. I forgot Michael yeah, Bean was oh in it. God. Oh my god. Okay, we should rewatch Planet yeah, Terror. Yeah, it's been. You know what? A really fun I remember. Movie. I saw it when it came out, and I don't think I've seen it since. I, I used to own it on mm-hmm. DVD, but I think I sold it. But now after doing this research, I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah. I would totally be into it. Okay, so I was going to say 
First of all, I want to say, I know we just did it, but it really reminded me of Chopping Mall. Yeah. Because it was like a bunch of kids. Yeah, and it was like right. super cheesy and like yeah. old and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, now Yasmina, you're not going to maybe remember this, but you might, but we didn't really get to watch it. There is a segment in Chillerama, which is an anthology. Oh, I was really drunk when we watched right. that. I so barely remember it. The part that I want to give credit to is Wadzilla about a giant sperm that goes around terrorizing the city. Is it in black and white? It's black and white. Oh, okay. Is that and the one that Adam Green did? Because I, I know he did one no, of the segments. No, it was oh, actually okay. another Adam. It was Adam Rifkin. Oh, okay. Like from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> So it's Adam Rifkin, and like for some, it's, I mean, it's this, if anyone out there has seen Chillerama, you know what I'm talking about. It's very like Grease, like doo-wop, and there's a sperm yeah. running around, and like yeah, eating yeah. everyone, That's like Grease or Black I definitely so, remember the poster for Chillerama was pretty fun. Hilarious. That's a very campy poster yeah. for sure. So those are the only ones I had, because like, I feel like this movie relates to so many movies I saw growing up, but not that I watched the movies. To yeah, me, yeah. this movie is a box. Mm-hmm. To me, this movie is when I walked by as a kid, and it was like that. It was demons with the pizza face demon with the yep. white hair. Do you know that shirt yep. I have? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was that. It was Fright Night. Like to me, Night of the Creeps is. It's all about the poster. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's no, so I totally nostalgic. Agree. I totally fucking agree. I've always like like I just moved. And I had a list of posters that I wanted to get framed for my new apartment. And this list has existed for the past couple of yeah. years. And this poster was up there on that list. I was oh, like, for sure. I, it's the one with the guy with the tux. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like a Fear Street cover. Yeah, yeah. It's, I love it. I love it. It's so good. I don't yeah. I, I don't even know who the artist is, but... Um, we should look it up. Kudos to you, sir. Yeah. Or lady. Yeah. I don't really have much to add because I completely agree. The only other like sort of alien invasion movies that are sort of campy but also horror, they live. That's a good one, That's I think. It's one. got some uh, funny elements. Uh, I guess it's not really like kind of no, gory, but it's got but... a Tom Atkins, Roddy Rodney Piper. Like it's got this like yeah. Family man I was gonna say, bear. and and I think Halloween three has a lot of they live right. themes. Yeah, right. That well, sort of like conspiracy government yeah. shit. Conspiracy like kind of cheese. Um, also, honorable mention to Shivers, uh, David Cronenberg, oh, because yes. that movie also kind of involves like a parasite slug kind of thing that infects people kind of similarly. I don't know. Like there's a lot of campy movies that like return of the living dead or evil dead Two, blood diner, like terror vision. Those were other ones on my list, but terror vision. Terror vision's yeah. a really yeah, good one. Right, I would right. say it's yeah. got like, yeah, I, I some of those elements. The cavity colors, terror vision shirt. I was like, okay, I think I've seen that movie twice, but I bought the shirt because the design is it's fantastic. so awesome. And I, now I kind of want to watch it again, because like twice isn't enough. I feel like the first time we watched we it. We watched it together the first time we were like, what the Yeah, and I, uh, when we lived together. And it looked like, I mean, the outside was a set, and yeah. I think that was the first time I love that. I love, that. I, I love, love it. it. I just think that movie is like so enjoyable. It's one of those movies is, I yeah. feel like I could just put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, what are you watching? I don't know, some silly shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like bad channels. Like you really put bad channels sit, on like, in the background. Same, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got a lot of the same vibes. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening to um, our podcast. And yes, we are going to go swimming and yes, have some wings. We'll keep Morgan in our hearts. Scissors. Actually, you know what? Um, I keep forgetting that a lot of our listeners are American, and uh, you guys don't know what Caesars are. Clam juice, my babies. Clam okay, juice. Sorry, guys, look up how to make a Caesar and just have one, and uh, you'll thank us later.
Um, but yes, well, thank you very much for listening as always. And we're very excited for uh, more live shows, more episodes, and more fun things. We've got some fun things planned as well. Oh, yeah. So we'll. Um, we're just going to be butt you sex. Know, very uh, secretive about it. It's butt sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, we're good. We have a, a new thing, a project that we're working on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we'll get to release that soon. So we're really excited about that. But yeah. All right. Let's go fucking swimming, bitches. Okay. Bro, bro. All right. Have Bye. a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.